Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. It should be obvious by now that the powers that be want all people living in fear. Fearful people obey without question because they value their lives. During COVID, the fear was ramped up severely. We were told CV would, it was asymptomatic, meaning that a person could have it, not know it, and not have any symptoms. CV apparently was seen as a stealth illness. A person who might be carrying it without any symptoms whatsoever could then, we were told, pass it along to someone else. Fearfully, people obeyed mandates to avoid CV. Schools were closed and turned into distance learning centers through Zoom meetings with their teachers. The loss of education has been incalculable. Entire economies were also shut down. The only businesses allowed open were, quote unquote, essential big box stores like Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, and of course, grocery stores. Everywhere, results of fear-induced closures and other actions proved to society that CV was nothing to be messed with. Even healthcare workers, whom we were told were completely overwhelmed in hospitals, had plenty of time to create, rehearse, film, and edit in sync dance routines for the world to enjoy and, of course, to blow off steam. We were told that we had to wait for a vaccine to be developed because allegedly there was absolutely nothing known to humanity that currently existed that could treat this terrible, deadly illness. Medications like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine were ruled out. Instead, Dr. Fauci came through with remdesivir that he said would help heal people affected by CV. It really didn't, as many lay in hospital wards forced on remdesivir and hooked up to ventilators. Remdesivir often ended shutting people's kidneys or other organs down ending their lives, leaving their bodies to fill up with water the kidneys could not eliminate, thereby drowning them in their own fluids. I can't imagine dying like that, but it happened repeatedly. Now, until the warp speed jab became available, people were forced to undergo whatever hospital protocols were deemed to be the best treatment. Little did we know until much later that hospitals received tons of money for following whatever protocols the FDA and or CDC told them to follow. It was all about money mainly. Until the jab, people were told to mask up, social distance, stay home, and simply do the best they could to stay alive. Now, the fact that the people in charge put society through this is unconscionable and unpardonable. That people develop such an overly active fear of CV is what caused many to most to allow themselves to become medical guinea pigs with terrible results later. Many still don't see it either. Now, it's clear to thinking people that a very healthy dose of fear created tyranny and fascism around the world, and it's ongoing. The powers that be, having gotten us here because of our willingness to obey our fears, refuse to let up. And and really, who can blame them? I'm sure they can literally taste their victory. They continue pushing, pushing, and pushing some more to achieve their desired results of making the revamped UN head of the final global government that will have all the power it needs over global society to do whatever it wants to do. 
Well, we can thank all the politicians, including many presidents over the past number of decades, whose goal it has been to find ways to work around the Constitution in order to hand the USA's sovereignty over to the UN. What they've done is illegal and certainly treasonous. So we're starting to see things ramp up again. And they always tell us ahead of time, don't they? Dutifully, people are starting to wear masks. They fear new viruses said to be coming down the pike. There's talk of more shutdowns and renewed mandates, and some will likely go along with it. Maybe a lot will go along with it. On top of this, we're seeing the strain on our economy that will seriously start hitting the pockets of Americans sooner than later if it isn't noticeable to you already. And this adds to the fear. We know masks are worthless and, in fact, cause more harm than any good. Yet Fauci, the guy who is allegedly retired but cannot stay away from an appearance on CNN, continues to tell us that the mask studies aren't really accurate because, well, they were supposedly done before CD, CV, excuse me. This is an outright lie. But no one fact checks him on CNN. There have been five or six recent studies proving that masks are actually harmful to our health since CV, weakening our immune systems, putting our health at risk. Through all of this, people in charge learned immediately that most in society would obey every order issued without hesitation. Oh, I'm sure they were toasting each other, right? Those who obeyed would then, often with hostility, unleash their ire and fear on those who didn't obey. Fear does things to people, and in this case, people feared death so much they were willing to hate anyone who did not obey the mandates by Fauci, Burks, and other unelected bureaucrats. So that's what they did. Well, what was the overall goal here? Well, we know clearly that the big goal is to recreate the world into 10 sections under the rule of 10 kings, Revelation 17, 12. Those 10 sections will be then taken over by the coming Antichrist, who will become the supreme ruler over the world. Isn't that interesting? We're finally going to have a total world ruler. It is coming to that. Yes, there is also much money to be made in the here and now and many people to kill in the process, but that's all part of the Game of Thrones being played by billionaire philanthropists. So the world has to deal with people like Bill Gates, who wants to destroy some 70 million acres of trees to help climate change. Well, intelligent people immediately understand that this cannot help because trees take in carbon dioxide and release or give off oxygen, the very thing life on Earth needs to survive. Now, since trees and green plants remove carbon dioxide from the air, wouldn't that help the carbon dioxide situation? Wouldn't that help reduce the carbon footprint? Well, could it be Gates is wanting to actually dramatically increase the price of wood? And the results of that would be much higher cost of having a home or other wooden structure built. Certainly, it's not going to affect Gates, Klaus Schwab, or others who have more money than they could spend in 10 lifetimes. But to the average person, it will certainly deplete their chances of being able to have a home. And this is the same Bill Gates, by the way, who wants to put dust into the atmosphere to reduce the sun's rays or heat or something. It's all about climate change. Some folks believe this is a great idea and he should do it. Do we know the outcome of what this will actually 
be? What what's going to be the the result of this? Oh, Gates has also just invested in Budweiser. You remember Bud Light and Dylan Mulroney or whatever his name is? Why? Why is he investing? Is it because the increase of liquor and beer sales during the first CV pandemic that he plans on benefiting from in the next pandemic shutdown? Recall he sat there with his wife, uh, then wife, saying people would really notice the next pandemic. He is a eugenicist operating under the guise of philanthropy. So what can we expect from Bill? Problems are worsening in the USA and around the world. Mortgage rates continue to rise. CBDCs, which is digital currency, are on the way. The increasing level of natural catastrophes that are happening throughout the world, including major earthquakes in Mexico and Morocco, the latter with a death toll of over 2,600 and growing, along with hurricanes, Lee is bearing down on the Northeast coast and could be fairly destructive. All of this coupled with what globalists are doing is completely, completely overwhelming society. And it's intentional. There is no doubt about this. And let's not even talk about the fact that while the federal government is willing to send a paltry $700 to each Maui survivor, at the same time, that same federal government continues sending millions and millions and billions to Ukraine. The federal government appears determined to help create the situation in America that will help call for a financial reset and usher in those CBDCs to be used by you and me. And once they have that in place, they can cancel us out of our money whenever they want to do so. And thus, the social credit score system is being birthed right under our noses. Isn't that something? Global society has never been at this point before where we actually watch as our prison is being constructed in front of us. They want to control our movements, our purchases, what we can eat, where we can go, what we can even say and think if they have their way. They want to control it all with the worst type of fascism and dictatorship ever imagined. This is how much Satan hates God and human beings, his creation. All of what's happening in the world is due to the malevolence of Satan, the most deceitful and hate-filled creature in the entire universe. Paul was right in 2 Timothy 3, 1-5. Please take the time to read that. Okay, so after all this, what do we do? Well, we have two choices. We can continue fearing what is occurring and what is coming in the world and voluntarily imprison ourselves, go along with whatever they tell us, or we can resist the fear and live. How can we be like Daniel or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as friends, or Ezekiel, Jeremiah, or Isaiah? Choose one. How do we not give in to the constant cravings of our fallen nature to fear, to live by fear, to act from fear, to say things out of fear, or not say things because of fear. We do it by understanding God's view of fear as seen in Proverbs 29.25 is just one example. The fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Memorize that verse. Memorize it. Repeat it often. The truth of it will dawn on you. There are two things to note here. Fear can come from either man-made situations or from other people directly. This world is experiencing both. 
at the same time in a variety of ways. If we focus on the problems we see all around us, we will become engulfed with fear and constantly make the wrong decisions. That is the snare referred to in the verse above. The snare keeps us hamstrung because of fear. If we fear people, we will be overcome by them. We will allow them to govern us, to dictate to us. We will be obedient, fearfully so. If we fear situations like becoming ill with a deadly virus, we will become overcome by it because we will be giving into it and allowing it to make decisions for us. Instead, we should be using our critical thinking skills, wisdom and discernment that comes from knowing God our Savior. Fear causes loss of hope. It destroys it. It puts us on the defensive. And from that perspective, bad decisions are often made. Fear binds us as a snare catches the leg of an animal in the wild. We become immovable, in emotional pain, unable to move to free ourselves. The opposite of fearing man or situations is trusting the Lord. Daniel rejected fear actively. I'm sure it wasn't easy. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did the same. They also rejected fear, and we can see that in their responses as they stood before King Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel 3. They had so conquered their fear because of their trust in the Lord that they rose above their situation so that they didn't care if they were tossed into the fiery furnace or not. Daniel also lived in a way that overcame fear by trusting the Lord, though his demeanor, interestingly enough, was not as demonstrably bold as was his friends, but it was just as resolved. Different personalities. I'll admit that this is a very difficult lesson for me to learn. As I've stated, I tend to be the Eeyore, the the glass half-empty guy. It's difficult for me to push myself to trust the Lord. I truly believe, though, that this comes from memorizing and repeating his word throughout the day. We've got to keep our mind actively foisted into his word, actively looking at his word, thinking about it, pondering about it, ruminating on it. If his word is truly active and alive, as we are told it is, then it has the power to not only save, but to instill within us the faith we need to rise above and ignore our fears. may take a bit, may not happen overnight, but it will happen. And it couldn't happen if we don't apply ourselves to his word. So it will happen if we do apply ourselves. If we don't take the time to apply ourselves, it's not going to happen. What we face in the coming months and years, should the Lord tarry, will wreak havoc in the lives of many Christians who are not prepared to trust him in spite of situations and circumstances they encounter. We need to start practicing it now, if not already doing so. Fear is the snare to our mental health. Trusting the Lord overcomes that fear. Thanks so much for joining me today. And until we meet again, I pray that God will open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in Him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. 
Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 